Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Check podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. Your local sports coverage lives here. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. With Don Taylor. I've got this crooked cane, this really old crooked cane. And Rick Dollywall. We ended up going to a Best Western to watch the Lions in the 83-82. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollingwall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man at the controls. He's off his game a, a little bit. We might get into what that a shock. Uh, later. Derek Wong. <laughs> Derek Wong. There's a lot of things I could say right now, but I won't. Derek Wong is our director. He is the voice of God. I always start the show off by asking, how are you? Um, and sometimes people go through that process and, you know, they, they don't really want to know how you are. But I do this time yep. because, uh, folks, it's well documented or fairly well documented. We had an issue with COVID uh, last week oh, and boy. even uh, missing uh, tomorrow. How are you? Uh, we're here. We're battling. That we're, means you're okay. Miss, we're okay. Missing yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, missing yesterday. Missing yesterday. You missing said tomorrow. Yesterday. Oh, today. Okay. See, I'm, I'm off. I, I've, I haven't done the show for, what, what, four or five days now? So I'm off a little bit. We are all off today. We're not 100%, but we're going to gut it out, and we are going to get through this show, Donnie. And I knew I'd have troubles right off the bat because I alluded to this uh, during the greeting that Ryan's off his game as well. I've got a monitor in front of me. Oh. I can't. No, it's facing the wrong way. Yeah. It, it's got to face us, Ryan. It, it, it's totally Normally facing it's, the wrong it's, way. Normally, you know, you've, oh, you've I see got the it problem. positioned the right way. Yeah. Donnie can't see himself. You gave me the, I, I mentioned that, and you gave me the wave off. Because, like, yeah, it's that big No, big I thought deal. it was another problem, which causes a whole bunch of problems if I touch it. I can't touch it, so I can move this. You can't touch the monitor? You can't no, it's touch a union this. thing. I thought <laughs> you were turning into MC Hammer for no, a second. I, I can't touch it. I can't yeah. touch it. Okay. Interesting. Uh, of course, we take time off. Now, we take time off. Uh, we were ill, and everybody's uh, doing fine now, and a lot of things happened. Canucks news. And, I mean, look, and, and boy, this next week coming up is just Huge. so action-packed, not just because of hockey, and there's Ryan turning around the monitor. Thanks for that, uh, buddy. Appreciate it. Now I, can, now I can go ahead. I won't refer to yesterday as tomorrow anymore. Um, but Brock Besser, do you want to start there? Sure, let's get to We Brock. haven't talked about it yet. We haven't talked about Brock uh, at all, and he got his new deal, Donnie. Uh, Three talk, years, 665. Yep, and talks picked up on Friday. Uh, the next day, the Canucks could have filed for club, uh, club arbitration. No one's saying that they would have. <laughs> Obviously, the team had to think about it, but uh, no one wins there. It gets ugly in arbitration, so it's not, it's not a coincidence to me that they got it done that morning. The ARB was the next day, Donnie. It's a good deal for both sides, I think. Okay, so let's let's uh, bring it back to today. Yeah. Because a lot of the talk this week going into the draft, 
GMs together all together in Montreal will be about JT Miller. JT Miller will be the no focus, question or is the focus of our poll question. We've gone on and on on this show, and it's not just us; it's other shows around town. Apparently, other everybody, pe- other everybody. people do uh, sports talk shows around town about how and our our listeners and viewers as well. They they've all pretty much all said this. There's no way they're keeping Besser, Horvat, and Miller. It'd be hard to do. Right? It'd be hard right. to do. Because Besser just got a raise. Horvat's going to get a raise, and he's going to get a real nice raise. It's going to be a pretty decent number, Donnie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know JT Miller's asking for Mika Zibinijad 8.5. So you can't give everybody raises because here's the other one for you. In two years, guess who's up? Pedersen. Mm-hmm. So you're going to keep giving raises to everybody, Donnie, and it's it's a team that hasn't made the playoffs. So um, there's got to be some hard-line decisions made here. So one down, Besser's sticking around for at least three years. Yeah. That leaves Miller and Horvat. Everybody assumes it's going to be Miller uh, that, that, that will be moved. And uh, look, look. Having said this, maybe uh, tomorrow we find out that Miller and Horvat are uh, both extended, and they're all going to stay. But but for now, I would think one of them is going to move. Everybody talks about Miller. What about Horvat? No, no, I, I do not see uh, uh, Bo Horvat uh, being moved. In fact, I'm hearing a lot of positive things about uh, Horvat extension getting done this summer, Donnie. Both sides want to get it done. Uh, the number is going to be way higher than the Besser contract. Some think around 7.5 for Bo if they get it done, but very, very positive. There is no way. And, you know, I talked to Jim Rutherford on Friday. He said they want this guy to be the captain long term, Donnie. Mm-hmm. If you want him to be your captain long term, there's no way he's getting moved. Uh, uh, all signs point toward uh, Horvat extension uh, sometime this summer. Uh, um, as you know, and I know you tune in every Monday, I do a hit on Sportsnet 650 Radio, yeah. and uh, Sat and Dan, the afternoon yeah. crew there, just do a fabulous job. I was in the car wash yesterday when you were on. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't catch it. No. Let me recap then. Okay. Um, one of the things they were saying, and I believe we said on the show uh, as well, how do you keep bringing back the same core? Yeah. How do you bring back the same core? And I, I realize there's the 2020 bubble and there was some success there. Yep. How do you bring back the same core and get the fan base excited when there's been so little success, success. Yeah. since 2011, really? Yeah. Yep. I know the core isn't the current core isn't to blame for all of that. How do you bring back the same uh, people? Yeah, it's but it's hard to lose uh, a JT Miller, and that's why they're talking to his agent right now, trying to get a last minute. Uh, a deal done. It's 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 really hard to trade your best player who had 99 points, Donnie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very hard thing to do. Your best player who may walk and look. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, when There's, he was no, no question know, doing his thing during the season, I said, you said, yeah, maybe you got to keep this guy." But realistically, you pull back. You look back at the season that was. You look at their cap situation. All of that. I mean, he might. You know, if you don't let him go, probably yeah. if if you don't trade him or or or. or or you know, if you don't trade him, okay. Let me just start yeah. there. What, what do you, you risk losing him for nothing? Yeah, and, and you want to create cap room. You want prospects. Yeah. You know, you have very few of. I know they just signed Rathbone. Yeah. But very few prospects. He's one of the few. Yeah, it make it it makes sense, and you hate to say it for a ninety nine point player who, for the most part, has been fabulous here. Yep, he has been, and the big issue right now with uh, JT is the term, and um, can't, you can't do seven or eight years, Donnie, because he's going to be thirty when his contract starts. His agent one. will point to Joe Pavelski. 
Well, who, his agent t- will point, first of all, to Mika Zabinijad because that's the comparable. No, but when it yeah. comes to term, term and age term. and all yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, so over the weekend, I heard lots of work to do. Can they bridge the gap here in the uh, leading up to the draft? Uh, uh, they're talking right now and seeing if they can get a deal done. I, I still think it's very hard to do, but uh, give the Canucks credit. They're taking one last stab at it, and they're trying to, you know, to find, find ways to keep this guy. They do understand, Donnie, how important he was. And I remember at the draft, being told they're pretty scared to trade this guy uh, because he's that big part of the team. He's the engine that could uh, for a lot of players. That dressing room last year, he was a big part of that engine, and you know that, Don. But uh, tough decisions got to be made by this new regime, uh, starting with him. I think a large portion of the fan base will be disappointed if JT Miller doesn't get moved for significant parts. This week. Are you saying this week or in the summer? Well, once, at, at some point in the offseason. Yeah, some point in the offseason. Uh, as, as outrageous as that sounds, yeah. right? Because you're letting go of a 99-point player, but we know the contract situation. We know the, what's happened with the Canucks in the recent past with the previous regime. You've got an asset here that you can get a lot for. And I think most people would say, move them along. Move them along. Well, they are taking one last stab at it, uh, Donnie, to try and get something done with Unless them. you get a great deal. Unless you get right? a great deal. But if you're JT Miller, uh, you just got 99 points, you're looking at long-term and big yeah, bucks. of course. Look, I don't blame him for it. a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And I, I just wonder if they keep Miller, keep Besser, keep Horvat. You know, Pedersen's going to be here for at least a couple of, uh, of more, more years. years. Yeah. Uh, Hughes, you've got that damn co- It's great. It's, it's, it's good. But you haven't made the playoffs. You haven't made the playoffs. Yeah, or, you know, okay, you you did, and it was in the bubble. It was a strange situation. Strange. And to me, that's all gone uh, gone away. What about losing members? Uh, one particular in, uh, member of their coaching staff, Curtis Sanford, has gone from Abbotsford to the Leafs now as their goaltending uh, coach. But Brad Shaw was the big one on the weekend when we were uh, off. Do you worry? And he goes to Philadelphia to join his buddy uh, Torts. Do you That's worry right. about their PK? About their uh, about their blue line core without Brad Shaw there. I know he's only there for a year, but once Boudreau took over, he really made a difference. Yeah, that's right. And Shaw's gone to Philly, but I, I do, if you don't mind, uh, uh, Donnie, ta- I want to talk about Curtis Sanford because this is pretty big to me, and I'll tell you why. You don't want to talk about Shaw. I will talk to about Shaw, but I, ha- you know, uh, the the thing about Sanford that is going to leave a, a big gap in Abbotsford for me uh, with the goaltenders, and I'll tell you why. Ian Clark gets all the headlines, but Sanford did incredible work uh he was well respected by all the goalies including thatcher demko going back to utica he moved to abbotsford uh, last year uh, played a big part in the development of spencer martin archer silvas and mike di pietro big loss for the team i'm just going to tell you i don't know who they're going to get him to replace but very well respected sanford didn't get a lot of credit. That's I, a bigger deal than losing no, no. Brad I, I'm Shaw? just, I just, I, 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 I'm just telling. But they also got Mike Yo, and they also, uh, you know, Trent Cole's going to take a lot of those responsibilities as well, Donnie. Jeremy Colton, now the head yeah. coach in Abbotsford, the former Blackhawks. That's a good move. I like the Jeremy Colton move, Donnie. Uh, he's he's a young guy. I actually met him a couple of weekends ago uh, at a function. <laughs> what? You were hanging out with Jeremy No, Colton. I wasn't hanging. We were at the same function. We were talking to What some, function are we talking uh, about? Just, I can't and who uses the word function? Function. We were at a function on a Friday night. Uh, we I, uh, He was right next to me. I, I got what to talk. function? What, what, what are you talking what are you about? What are you talking Jeremy about? Colton at? I was with Jeremy Colton. We were talking to some young kids. Are you still feeling a little off No, here? no, no, no. This isn't COVID related. Uh, my mind isn't foggy. 
I was at a function talking to young kids. Well, what oh. function? No, oh, he, for he, crying he, out. He did Why a does it matter what the function he, he, was? He did a favor for two of his agent buddies. And oh, he's just to, stop it. Talking to Anyways, some prospects. You know I was talking yeah, to yeah. those Hold on a second here, Mr. Scoop. Nah. You were hanging out with Jeremy Colton a few weeks ago. I didn't know he did, was going to be there. You couldn't get out of him that he's going to become exactly. the new head coach of Abbotsford? Well, I didn't figure it out. I'm looking at him going, what's he doing here? Anyways, we were talking. You said to, you talked to him. I talked to him. We, we, what was he doing there? He was talking to some local kids that might be drafted next year in the draft. He was telling his... They uh, had you there to talk were, to local kids good who might buddy, be drafted? Good agent, buddy. I talked oh. to the kids about the media. Watch out for guys like Don Taylor. All the negative media. I had to talk to these kids. Anyways, Jeremy, will you let me finish? Jeremy was there. Uh, really? Jeremy, is it? Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Uh, Collison was there. J-Dog. He talked to the kids about his trials and tribulations. He was a second-round draft pick. Didn't work out for him. But he talked to the kids about, I wish I knew now what I knew back then. But anyways, all I'm saying to you, Donnie, very, very impressed with his speech to the kids. That's a good move. Okay. Anyways. By the way, you got that saying wrong. What? I wish I knew back then what I know now. Yeah. What did I say? You, you said the other way around. I Thanks wish I knew Ryan now up. what I did back hey. then. Ryan, hey. after your tweet on the weekend. Oh, just stop. Oh, explaining geez. to people what was going on with our show. Oh, horrible. Like, honestly, that oh. sentence was 5,000 oh. words long. Uh, and no comments. And, I, and no look, periods. I make mistakes all the time. But that was, that was something else. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. There's a thing called a period. I was uh, out of character. Comma. All you had to say was we're COVID. We'll be back in no we're show COVID. tomorrow. Well, we're positive, and we're going to be a no show tomorrow. Instead, you got like a paragraph. It just made no sense. Anyways, can I get one more thing in? Are you going to let me? Go. go. We're off the function, are we? We're off the uh, Jeremy Colleton function. You and Jer. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Elliot Friedman mentioned. Uh, JC. <laughs> Elliot Friedman uh, mentioned <laughs> well, a mystery forward Vancouver might go after. Well, you can, can, uh, uh, go! <laughs> okay. Anyways, Elliot a Friedman. A mystery forward. <laughs> just listen to me on his 32 <laughs> Thoughts uh, podcast. Good guy, Elliot. He's coming up at 11. Uh, he we need an image of a player with a question mark on it right now. And a mystery. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if that player is Mason Marchment, left winger, Florida, 6'4", 209, 18 goals. 47 points, 54 games. He's going to come in around 3 to $4 million. Was he at the function? <laughs> Mason Marchment was not there. I wonder if that's the guy Elliot's talking about. Look, uh, I, I want to... Why do you wonder? Uh, because I, I was told on the weekend that's a guy that could be uh, the, the, uh, a guy that the, on the Canucks radar. A guy that could be the guy. Could be the guy. But anyways, Vancouver, 6.5 left on the cap, Donnie. They still got to sign Lamico and Highmore. If they want to go after a big name on the market, Donnie, they got to make some big trades. Bottom line. Nick Patan, Brad Hunt. They are gone. Both of them local kids. They are gone. Uh, they are gone. To sum up, they're gone. Uh, they are talking to Lamico uh, uh, about a deal right now, which is good. I, I think if you... I, I think Who was solid last season. And, and they want him back, Donnie. They want him back, Donnie. Edler and Stetcher in L.A. Oh, boy. Uh, both uh, former, <laughs> former Canucks. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> oh, boy. That, we're going to use the cough button a lot today, Donnie. Adler and Stetcher, both UFAs. They've been both told to wait uh, by the LA Kings. They're dealing with a lot of defensemen. So I, had, I threw that out there on the weekend, Donnie. I wonder, and, and you brought it up in the pre-show meeting. Uh, would, you take, would you want Stetch, uh, Stetcher back? Would you want him back? We already have people uh, texting into the Laney's OK Tyron Langley inbox yeah. wondering about that. Right-handed defenseman. That's it. Veteran presence. Good in the room. Good, good playoff with the game. Remember, he was a healthy scratch, I believe, uh, on the start, and then he got a couple of goals. Oh, against he scored the in, uh, yeah, he yeah. scored in Edmonton, that beautiful goal. Yeah. 
uh, and, and so popular around these parts and obviously from Richmond. So that, that would be a popular move, at least uh, initially. Um, okay, um, let's recap the show, uh, what, what's coming up on the show. And before I do that, I mentioned the Delaney's Okay Tyron Langley inbox, uh, Twitter, uh, of course, emails. Just thanks to everybody uh, concerned about our health uh, on the weekend. We're okay. We wouldn't be uh, uh, here if we weren't, weren't okay. All systems go for what promises to be, and we'll recap it in a bit here, uh, what promises to be a very, very busy special week in the world of sports in Vancouver. And I tweeted this out on the weekend as well. It, the Vancouver sports scene, mm, I don't want to jinx it. It looks like it's it's getting better. Again, hope to talk about that a little bit later. Is it just me? DTMZ uh, coming up in the next hour. Uh, also, Elliot Friedman. We'll talk about people that are uh, busy. Elliot Friedman from Hockey Night in Canada. The draft starts on Thursday in Montreal. continues on Friday. We'll talk to Elliot uh, about that and about the Canucks. Big ride, the Twitter guy coming up. In this uh, hour, and up next, from the province, he covers the Canucks, Patrick Johnson. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with us, uh, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. A little slow with the music today. I'm calling yesterday, tomorrow. Yeah, we're off. Okay. All of our guests today, Tuesday. It is Tuesday, right? Including Patrick Johnson standing by. Uh, brought to you by the Bayside Oceanfront Resort located Oceanside in beautiful Parksville. The Bayside is one of Vancouver Island's premier getaway spots. Uh, the Bayside is excited to announce the official opening of their new Bay Cafe, located right at the resort, offering locally, locally brewed coffee and treats. Call now to book your reservation and mention Donnie and Dolly for 10% off your nightly room rate. Book your island getaway today at BaysideOceanFrontResort.com or call 250-2488-333. I laugh because anytime I say the word treat around my house, my dog, come, dog comes oh, running. Oh, dog comes running. Yeah. Treat. Yeah, we have to spell it out now. Yeah. Enough about Iggy. Uh, Patrick Johnson, the draft's coming up uh, on Thursday, at least round one of the draft Thursday. It continues Friday in Montreal. Patrick Johnson of theprovince.com uh, joins us now. He covers the Canucks like no one else. Patrick, thanks for doing this. How are you, sir? Well, very kind of you to say like no one else. I'm doing well. Riding the train, getting through the countryside, looking good. Okay, and, and so you're on holidays then? No, no, no. I'm on oh. my way to Montreal. Oh, you went. Oh, sorry. Okay, taking the train. Have you got your fedora and overcoat on? <laughs> no, I don't. But like, like an old NHL. The airport as much as possible. You know? Oh, that's not not a not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. So much to talk about when it comes to the Canucks, uh, Patrick. Uh, let us let, start here. Um, I, I I'm always fascinated when uh, Mike Yo uh, gets another job. Right? Uh, at Pete DeBoer, same thing. They yep. bounce around a lot, but they're never unemployed long. What is it the Canucks like about Mike Yo? I think it's that sort of good dude factor, I guess, seems mm-hmm. to be the story of at least some of these guys. I talked to Bruce Boudreau on Friday and, you know, basically said that this is a guy that he got to know after Mike got fired and Bruce replaced him, essentially. And a guy he enjoys talking hockey with, I think he appreciates of the good, good person he is. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, you can see the results as a head coach. They've been pretty middling. I mean, we know the story of St. Louis, of course. He gets fired, and 
Craig Burby turns things around there. So uh, it, it's one of those ones where it is maybe he is just best suited to be that kind of second-in-command guy, that, that, that first lieutenant, if you will, um, the guy that's sort of there, you know, he's the advisor and help you think of things through. But, uh, you know, he's just not the guy who can make the ultimate decisions in the end with any success. And one of the connections we stick with coaches, what do they like about Jeremy uh, Carlton? Well, interesting one. It's one that I'm hoping to dig a little bit more in. I'm still been thinking about it. First of all, I, the connections between him and Patrick Alvin are kind of wild. But, you know, the, his first coaching job, this is Carlton's first coaching job, coaching was with Mora in Sweden, which was Patrick Alvin's last team that he played for. And also, by the way, the current head coach is Johan Hedberg, the former Canucks goalie and great friend of Patrick Alvin. Um, I think he's, he's a young guy. Uh, you know, talking to people in Chicago, some of the story there was in the end. I mean, obviously, we saw the lineup needed to be turned over. I think he was, he was dealing with some challenges above him in terms of the kind of roster they were trying to assemble. And, and I think he was maybe a bit stubborn in, in how he wanted to play. But there's clearly, he's a young guy. He's a guy that clearly, I think, shows promise. You look at how they, you know, there's a lot of criticism, I think, of the Canucks of the AHL record over the last few years and that there's just not a lot of kids that come out of there. AHL development is not is a talking point in many places around the league. I mean, heck, you look at Toronto, look at the Marlies. They, they basically put Lawrence Gilman full-time in charge of that to see if they could figure that out as a project. You know, the Canucks aren't the only team that are thinking long and hard about how to make this work. Pittsburgh clearly did it well, and they're clearly going to borrow that i think that sort of model that that uh, that they used in pittsburgh that rutherford and, and alvin would know so well to try to make it work here and Carlton clearly is the guy that i think they can execute the plan that they're going to try to you know obviously bring in some hl veterans but at the same time bring those kids get those kids up to snuff and turn guys that that are close to being nhlers into useful depth players Patrick, the big one in this city right now is J.T. Miller. Uh, the two sides are taking one last stab at it to try and get it done. What uh, What do you see happening here? I I just have a hard time in the end. I'm pretty in step with I think everybody else. But that you, you get a sense of what Miller wants and, and the number. Certainly, if he's going for a big number, that's not going to happen, and that's been clear to me for quite a long time. Um, I, I think maybe there's some flex in, in in the term, but even then, I think it was that conversation I had with Jim Rutherford a few weeks ago where even then he brought up the question of guys that are going to be 30 and, and the term that goes there. And you, you look around, and I wrote a bit about this late last week, you look a little bit at the term that guys do usually sign at age 30. And Zibanej has a bit of an outlier. Obviously, Fiala just signed an eight, eight-year deal, but he's younger. Um, there are a few other examples here and there. But, but the long-term deal for guys his age just are not that common. So I think, really, that's what it comes down to. What is he willing to sort of accept to stay while, while also considering his term and, and how important is that to him. And, and I think, you know, there's a lot of reasons to think he will keep producing next year, uh, even, you know, whether it's in Vancouver or not. But, but can he produce somewhere else at, to, uh, to a level that, uh, that he produced this year? I think that's the open question. And I think the Canucks would be right to be a little bit wary of that because in the end his season was the best season he ever had. And you always want to be careful when you're signing a guy coming off a season like that. Patrick, this regime, the new one, wasn't left with much cap space from the previous regime. So if they want to go hunting on uh, the UFA day coming up on the 13th, they're going to have to make some trades. Right now, what do you see them doing on uh, free agency? Well, I mean, 
I, I've heard for a while that they've been trying to figure out a way to maybe move a guy like Tanner Pearson. Obviously, not a huge contract, but you know that's the money that that you need to move out. I, I think the Myers stuff remains there. I, I do think there are teams out there that would look at him and say, "Hey, there's a player that actually would be good on our team." Of course, the number there is always a challenge. So I think that would be something we'd have to, th- you know, they'd have to think about figuring out how to get another team to take that on that may not be the most straightforward move but those are the guys i continue to look at as being the most likely options for the canucks to move out hey patrick um we, this is our first day back we were hit by uh, COVID uh, on the weekend our first day back right. since thursday the brock besser deal uh, happens and uh, watching brock besser play after jim rutherford and alvin took over from pittsburgh pittsburgh's a fast team we just all assumed that brock besser yeah. wasn't an alvin rutherford type of, of player but what makes him, given the contract, what makes him a, a player that they like? Well, I've, I've long said this. I, I think I think Besser is a better two-way player than people get him credit for. There are absolutely moments where you know you would like to see him be a little more effective. You know, going in the corners, maybe you know, it's, it's certain things like how much he hustles off the ice. I know that seems silly, but you know, it's yeah. little stuff like that. Um, but but he's been, he's really worked hard at his game. I think people don't quite understand how much he's developed his game since he's been in the NHL. I think that matters a lot. I, I you know it's clear just from hearing him talk, from hearing the team talk, that they just look at last year and how tough it was, uh, you know, emotionally, mentally for him to stay focused. And what they were able to get out of you know he was able to do even despite all that, um, you know, was a sort of hint of where things should go. And I think that more than anything is is the story here and i think it's also recognizing that if he can have a better season even if in the long run they decide that he's a player that that they need to change you know sort of that kind of player in his role they need to find something different you know if he has a good season that makes him all the more valuable as a trade chip i don't think they're looking to trade him you don't go and find a guy right off the bat and turn around and trade him but i think that's an option in the back of their mind and uh, it's gonna be interesting i mean he certainly has spoken out the way he wants you know about how important this season is going to be for him he knows it uh, and I, I think there's every reason to think that he, he will do everything he can to deliver anyway. Hey, Patrick, uh, you're off to the uh, draft. Uh, Craig Button, uh, who's going to join us tomorrow, by the way, has the Canucks picking Owen Pickering, left-handed defenseman, swift current. Do we assume that if all things are equal, the Canucks go for a defenseman at number 15 if they keep number 15? I think they're really interested in Liam Ogren. I mean, like okay. Ben Kuzma wrote about him on the yep. weekend, but I, you know, they're, they're, the defenseman makes sense, right? Like logically, we know they that's a real area of concern. But I mean, they need players of all kinds, and certainly the, the sort of skill set and the type of player that Ogren is. I think that there's a lot of appeal there. I can see why he's a name that I'm really circling on my on my list. The guy to watch, see what happens. But you know, it, it, they're also in a spot as you suggested. They're in a spot that they may move down. I mean, we'll see how things play out. I think they are a team that's going to be looking to get creative. They're certainly, they know they got to do a lot of different things. They've been very open about that. I don't think they're very shy about why they're doing that. They got to create cap space. They got to reset the age of this group. That was something I asked Jim Rutherford about uh, a couple of weeks ago. We talked about just sort of the idea of getting everything lined up with this young core that they've got. Getting, you know, you always want to have a few older players, but guys that are in their late 20s. They're kind of in the in the wrong range if they're making too much money. So you know you're looking for younger players who 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 can you know I mean a top prospect you hope is going to be in the lineup in the you know, season or two. And if they're trying to make you know this into a contender a couple seasons from now, you're looking at that kind of player. And if you can find a European defenseman who we've seen develop more quickly just because of 
the path that they're in. They're able to play pro hockey right away. Um, that, I think, is going to have a huge appeal. But like I said, Ogren, I think, is a really interesting prospect to them as well if one of those defensemen isn't on the board. I think we heard, the, we, heard, we heard the conductor in the background throughout that interview. All aboard, Patrick. <laughs> Safe travels, my friend. Thanks so much Take for care, this. Guys. Y- you bet. All right. You bet. Patrick Johnson on his way to the draft in Montreal. He's taking the train. When's the last time he took a train? I've never been in a train at all. Never happened. Really? Never? I, I don't think so. I have to double check. Stanley I, Park. Oh yeah, that Bear tra- Creek. I, no, no, I've been on the Stanley Park train for sure, but not not any lengthy travel. Not coast to coast though. I haven't been on a train since. Uh, no one really cares about this, but since 1984, when I came from Red Deer back to Vancouver, I decided really? to you take took a train? train through the Rockies. Wow, it's tremendous. I know you want to wow. make fun of me there, Ryan, but you should try it. Have you been on a train for any? Well, I, lengthy travel. Unlike you two, I'm a man of the people, so I take the SkyTrain five days a week to work. Uh, I'm not right now. No, because, no, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, coming I after co- coming off COVID, I'm not taking the train right now. But uh, uh, the uh, well, the Rocky Mountaineer looks interesting, but I don't have that kind of money. I, I, I'm telling you, like I had this great idea: we'll take the kids up to Whistler, come it's back. It's a lot. Be, it's a lot. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> One look at the price. Uh, I'm out. Much. I'd rather walk. Yeah, but didn't it's, they, it's didn't a great experience. They, Canucks took a train from Toronto to Ottawa on a road trip a few years ago. Yeah, I think with, with, with was that like a long time ago with Mark Crawford? No, 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 no. I think it no, was recently. Was, there was one. It as well. was it was recently. Okay, I can't remember right. who with. But there was a team, or, or I think it was maybe uh, uh, Toronto Montreal where they wore the fedoras yes. and the overcoats. Yeah. yeah, which you normally wear on the Sky yeah. Train, but that's and another nothing story. Else. <laughs> yeah, stop it right there. Okay, uh, what's coming? We haven't done the poll question. Oh, poll. it's Canuck related. Is JT Miller related? It's uh, it's on Twitter. It's it's out there on social media. We'll deal with that next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Okay, just ahead of the uh, poll question of the day, we want to talk about these people right here. Oh, Able Auctions. They're a title sponsor. Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. Saturday, Able Auctions will sell. Dozens of sea containers, a microbrewery, a batting cage, a case backhoe. A case backhoe. What are you looking at here? That's, that ain't a backhoe we're looking at. Oh, no. Keep going, though. It's a potpourri of items. A Ford F-350 Harley-Davidson pickup truck. That's uh, It's a uh, bike. Mountain bike. Yeah. Look, Look at the These tires. pictures are out of sequence. It's no, throwing no. me off. Look at the thickness of the tires. Wow. Brand new Pro Spot welders, brand new electric see, bikes. See? There you go. Okay. Plus over one. Th- I'm a little off today, okay? I'm just Apparently. getting over uh, being ill. Plus over 1,000 cases of seized retail inventory, pickup trucks to forklifts to welders, all sold to the highest bidder <laughs> this Saturday. Uh, for information on this auction, look at that. Mustang. For information on this auction, other auctions, or to get your business assets sold at auction, go to ableauctions.ca, ableauctions.ca. My first car, 1967 Mustang, 289. Wow. What it cost? I believe it was a whopping like $1,600. Oh, God. How much was was gas? This was in the late 70s. 15 cents? I think a nickel. Like, not, I'm not kidding. It was it was ridiculous. I didn't have the money to keep the car up, but I could go on about that car. It was absolutely beautiful. Poll question. Ryan, poster up. 
what would surprise what would surprise you more? You okay. And again, here's the writing on this. It's, it's atrocious by uh, Ryan. <laughs> well, what Taylor would surprise said you it, more? So. No. Yeah, it was Taylor. But anyways, what, what would surprise you more when it comes to JT Miller? An extension or a trade? And it's not close. It's landslide and extension, 1,300. No, uh, 85%, not 1,300. What's that? No, 1,300 <laughs> votes. I, I said 1,300 no, votes. Anyways. Okay. You're just picking on every but People on the podcast are listening going, 1,300? Okay, I said 1,300 <laughs> votes. Man, you're just picking on every little item on uh, We're off today. We're side. all off today. We're all off today. I We're foggy. yesterday, tomorrow, right after the start, start uh, of the show. So you're not, you're not beating that. What a dummy I am. You also said buttons on tomorrow. He's not. He's not? Thursday. Oh, boy. You know what, Ryan? You made that mistake with your tweet on the weekend yeah. with the run-on <laughs> sentence, oh. and now you're doing your best to bring Rick and I down. Pretty much. And you're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Actually, we're doing a pretty good job of it uh, ourselves. So Craig is on, on Thursday. Yeah. From the draft. Mm-hmm. In Montreal. Wow. That, that's that's going to be special. Um, so people would be surprised by if, an If extension. you got an extension. So and I think that means people want to see a trade. Yeah. So, I, that's, what, that's how I read that. All the way up to this weekend, the Canucks were not close with J.T. Miller. Uh, how are we expecting in the next 48 hours or two days to get a deal done? It's, it's going to be... Well, his contract's not up. No, I know right? that, so but that. we're talking about, they're, you know, they're giving it one last shot to try and sign him now before the draft, or else maybe they move him at the draft. Because, the, because you'd assume what they're going to get in return is some draft pick, so it makes sense they'd do yeah. it before the draft. Yeah, and I'm just saying, you've been far apart all the way along for like months and weeks and months, and and all of a sudden, ha- what, what's going to happen here? <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen here in the next uh, one or two days? That's going to close the gap. The guy wants eight point five million. <laughs> Will you let me get through it? How are they going to close the gap in one or two days when they've been miles apart I don't think for that's, months? That's the big question. Yeah, you. The can. big question is, you went to that function. What? With Jeremy Colton. I didn't go there knowing he was going to be there. I went there and he showed up. The question is, you revealed in the break that you were the featured speaker and not Jeremy (laughs) Colton. Are you, are you kidding me? Jeremy talked to the kids first about, you know, being a high draft pick. And then I came in to tell them, you know, beware of the media. There's really a lot of evil, bad people in the media. And I told the kids, watch out. There's a lot of idiots in the media. So that's, I came in after Jeremy. I called him Colton. 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 He's a good guy. Really impressed with him. Apparently the people organized that aren't that impressed. And they put you Donnie, as the featured speaker. Donnie, when I shook his hand. He almost cracked my. Uh, the, the, I'm, he, I mean, he almost cracked my bones. He's a really, you know, it just, it was a firm, firm edging. firm, firm well, to the point the, where you're the like Canucks, the Canucks are in great, great hands, great hands. There you to go to the point, Donnie, where I almost pulled back because it was so hard. He must be a good coach. Great, He's coach. got a firm yeah. handshake. Nice guy. I hate that. What? I hate the firm handshake. I'm not Why? Because it's like, does that really? Yeah, but they come out like that and they go like that. Yeah, but when it's like overdone, okay, buddy, you got a good handshake. We get it. I could do that too. Maybe not, but I could do that too. That's right. I, it's a firm handshake. He's I think telling you, you. Can, you can go too far with the firm handshake. It's like you're showing off. 
Let's let's talk about uh, uh, something else. Very very. You uh, wanted to mention something about Bo Horvat. Yeah, listen. I, in the previous segment, I did not say that Bo Horvat's going to get seven five on a new deal. I said when you talk to people around the league, Donnie, some think it's going to be in that mid seven range. It's definitely going to be over seven. I'll tell you that much right now. Mm-hmm. Bo is not getting under seven. If you think he's getting under seven, I don't. That definitely the industry people you talk to is that he has put himself in a position to get over seven, which is over thirty goals. Yeah. Yeah. And if he didn't get the 10 days in Nashville with the COVID, if he didn't get, uh, uh, you know, with the broken foot at the end, uh, Donnie, he missed 10, uh, 12 games. He could have pro- most likely been close to 35, 36, Plus 37, face-offs, defense, defensive assignments. You know, There's a lot there with him. And he wants to be here. And the, and the general, uh, the president, uh, uh, Jim Rutherford, said, we want him to be our captain long term. The general? The, I was going to say the general manager, but mm. the president. They want him here. They love Bo, and Bo wants it. It's going to happen, an extension. I never said he's getting 7-5. I just said uh, some people think 7-5, but I definitely think he'll get over 7 for sure. Like the general in those ads. Yeah. Brian knows about those. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention just what a week, what a tremendous week this promises to be. What an interesting week this promises to be. And lucky we're recovered enough to talk uh, talk about it yeah. for the BC sports scene. Oh, so good. So you've got the draft coming up and intrigue before the draft, during the draft, after the draft, yep. with the Canucks picking uh, 15th. And a lot of people expecting some sort of wheeling and dealing by uh, a president and a GM, especially a president in Jim Rutherford, the general. Yep. Who <laughs> you got a shot of that guy by any chance? The general. Yeah, with the mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and look at Ryan's Googling it. Yeah, of course. Uh, you expect some wheeling and dealing, maybe with uh, JT Miller. So all sorts of intrigue oh, uh, with so that. I mentioned, I tr- and you guys ripped into me because I watched I watched the Whitecaps I did too. What are you talking tip, about, Tip Don? to tail on Saturday, and it was just tremendous. Tremendous. The game against Such a good game. LAFC, late goal. And I know LAFC was missing some pretty key players, yep. but the entertainment value was tremendous. 89th minute. Yeah. So a late goal, they host Minnesota, the Whitecaps do, BC Place on Friday. Then, quick turnaround, BC Place Friday afternoon, not Friday evening. Uh, Rick, the backyard party starts 1 o'clock outside BC Place, Terry Fox Plaza. Shades of the 80s, a oh. big, big game. And I know they've met in the Grey Cup, but I always hated that one. It's happened a couple times. You know, Winnipeg representing the East playing BC in the Grey Cup. But this is Shades of the 80s, a big regular season game oh. between the two top teams in the Western Conference or Western Division, the 3-0 and Lions against the 4-0 and Winnipeg Blue Bombers. It should be fun. And Nathan Work, you look at the stats right now, He's blow- I know it wasn't perfect for him in Ottawa, oh. but they did win. But... He He's blowing back. everybody away when it comes to quarterback stats. He threw two picks and a fumble, Donnie, and he comes back, and he didn't fold his tent, and, and two touchdown strikes right after that. Love this guy. 359 yards passing that night in Ottawa. He had some adversity for the first time, and you know what? He, he came through with flying colors, and no one's talking. everyone's talking about Nathan Rourke, Donnie. No one's talking about the Lions D. Uh, they yeah, held yeah. Ottawa to 239 yards of total offense. Okay, so Saturday, Winnipeg, 4 o'clock. This is your chance, football fans in this market. Two 3-0 and teams. At least get over twenty. Winnipeg's four zero, I believe. Oh, four zero. At least get over twenty thousand, Donnie. For for crying out loud, uh, you can't have fourteen, fifteen thousand. We can't beg people to come. No, you can't. But, but the table is set for the. The table Lions. is set, and the uh, yeah, and what what did I send you guys last night? Five dollar beers, uh, hot dogs, nine bucks. Uh, the owner's, uh, you know, he's he's putting everything. The price is down. 
Go out there. $5 beers and marks at 1 o'clock outside uh, in the Terry Fox Plaza. $9 hot dog. Shouldn't it be the other way around? You'd well, think it'd be a $9 beer and or more, Mark. I sent you the, t- the, the tweet last night. It's well, $5 beer. Ryan, get it up. Come on. The lines went. It, it describes everything. with the general. <laughs> I do have a photo of the general. No, I, who, who's the general? Show it to us then. I can't remember the company he represents. It's General Insurance. Yeah, there you go. Oh, look at that. Kind of looks like Rutherford a little bit. No. There's the man in charge that, that, of the that's not, Jim. that's not Jim. That's not Jim. Yeah, we know it's not Jim. <laughs> I, he said it looks like him. I said, no, it doesn't. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. All right. So, All right. Lions, Bombers, 4 o'clock uh, Saturday. Whitecaps, uh, sat- or Friday night, uh, the day before against uh, Minnesota. And I, I wanted to mention this about uh, the Whitecaps. This yep. Andreas Kubis. We, t- we go, go on all so the good. time about how the Whitecaps haven't had a player that's really reached out and grabbed not not just the obvious soccer fan out there, yep. the hardcore soccer fan, but the fridge fan. He looked great. And he's he's a defensive midfielder. He contributes offensively. He's the one who got the got the late goal. But some of the plays, Dolly and company can, and Blake, they came up with a great package of what he was up to defensively. And then, yep. lo and behold, he ends up scoring uh, the winning goal uh, the other night. It was really, really impressive. And he was a lot of fun to watch. Well, the Lions and Whitecaps, uh, they could both have big crowds this week, Donnie, a big yep. place. Lots of fun uh, this week. And you hope, uh, well, we hope you, you tune in uh, to watch and listen to us talk about all the activity that's going on the, on the BC sports scene. It's going to be busy. It's going to be fun. Big ride. The Twitter guy is next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. Uh, just ahead of Big Ryan, the Twitter guy, Ryan has a correction that we need to get out there when yeah. it comes to the Lions pregame uh, festivities. Uh, let me talk about what the Lions are doing postgame on Saturday. This is something that was big when I was a kid. At Empire Stadium. Yep. You too. Yep. You go to those games, and one of the things you look forward to as a kid, and they've gotten away from this, partly because of the way BC plays, I'm sure, yeah. is, is set up, is you'd go on the field after the game. On the, the field. Game. We ran onto the you field. Right up to the players. Right As a up. kid. I remember getting, uh, there was a receiver named Tyron Gray. I don't know if yeah, you remember him. absolutely. I remember running onto the field, getting his... Uh, Autograph, and then you realized about Empire. First of all, it was like cement. Mm-hmm. It was hard. That uh, the, the, the 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 turf. The turf. Yeah, it was really hard, <laughs> and that's one thing. And you saw the other thing, Donnie, was how uneven it was. If you went to one side of yeah, Empire, yeah, there was a dome. There was the dome before the dome. Yeah, yeah. and we a we crest. yeah, and we were allowed at that time as kids, Donnie, and you nailed it. We'd run onto the field and get autographs. It was well. Great. That's not all we would get. Do you remember what else you collected? What chin straps. That was a big oh, deal. Straps, Players yeah. would give you their, yeah, their yeah, chin yeah, straps. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, a, I know you're laughing, Ryan. It's a hell of a collectible. Yeah. Sweaty, drooled It's a on. football it's player. What, what's the, what's wrong with strap. it? You're nine years old. Yeah. yeah. Chin strap from a, a professional football player was a big deal. Oh. You're in awe of how, like, 
big the guys were, and they were all nice to you. And it Why was, would you laugh at it that? It was fun. What year was this, Dolly? Where, well, it was early 80s, late 70s. Because i got some news about Empire Field I'll bring up in a second. Oh, There's an anniversary. It all works. It but all works. Here's the correction. Our, our good pal Matt Baker texted me almost instantly again. Oh. This guy's on top of it all. This is the tweet you sent us yesterday from the Lions. $5 beer marks. Famous players performing outside at the block, uh, the backyard party, face painting as well, and they said nine dollar hot dogs, but they meant to say nine dollar deluxe burgers. There you go. So that's what's on. Uh, nothing with hot dogs. Nothing the against the party. hot dog. No, no, no. But a nine dollar burger makes more sense. Yeah, a deluxe burger. Yes. So yeah, yeah, which makes it even exactly. Much better. There was another tweet where they mentioned the kids were going to be allowed in the field after the game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big deal. I think we mentioned that to Omar, and I think he took that to heart, and away you go. I, th- I think the bottom line is the Lions are doing everything yeah. right they possibly can. Including winning. For all of these games so far. They're, well, including winning. But, uh, but you, the, what they can control is the entertainment value yeah. and the different things they're doing, this backyard party, the specials, the, thing t- uh, the things that are tailored towards kids as well. That's been huge so far from the Lions all this it's, year. And, and look, game two against the Argos, disappointing crowd. But Amar is smart enough to know this This is going to take time. Oh, it's, it's not it's happening overnight. Time. And you get those kids into that building. And last time I checked, kids become adults. They buy tickets. And that's where you'd think Amara is headed with And all again, this. the biggest key in football is the season ticket base. They have to get Donnie more than five or six, 7,000. I'm sorry, but uh, the last time they had a good season ticket base under Ackles, Bonaway was 22, 23,000. Got to get up higher than where they are right now. Then it'll turn around. Big Ryan. Okay, so let me mention this. As I just said, there's an anniversary when it comes to the turf at Empire. Uh, oh. Jason Beck, our good friend at the BC Sports Hall of Fame who provides us with these photos for the studio, he tweeted this out earlier today. On this day in BC Sports history in 1970, the PE holds an open house to show off Empire Stadium's new artificial uh, tartan turf covering the, uh, covering the field and rubber track surface, making Empire the first stadium in Canada to feature artificial turf. The second uh, tweet he sent out, which is why you see, mm. see it say a day later, is that the Lions lost uh, to the uh, Eskimos at that time, yeah. uh, 39-17. So, but, and then I Tartan's want... A, Tartan's a company name, by the way. Yeah. No, it wasn't actually Tartan. Tartan. Well, yeah. I, I thought you were showing the well, picture. So here, this is what Dollywell wants me to show, because as soon as I clicked on it, he said, I have to show this photo. Right. There's the photo of Empire wow. that Jason added to his tweet. Roller coaster in the foreground. Yeah. There's the end zone. We sat there so many times. So good. Houses we should have bought or apparently <laughs> should have bought <laughs> way back then. It's oh, all there. Should have bought up a You just smell the popcorn right oh. now, right? Oh. Looking at that photo. I know you don't care about this stuff. Oh, right. I never but said it was that. A big, it, it, big it, deal. I never went to Empire Stadium, though. Well, Did you it, go to Empire Field? Empire Field, yeah. Which was well, tremendous. And look, no, no luxury seats there, uh, Ryan. You would have had a tough time. Okay, why do you keep going over this? Because the ticket for that game in Doesn't 1970 matter. was Doesn't probably matter. $9. Doesn't matter. We sat on those uh, wooden bleachers okay. and we didn't bitch and complain and cry. You know, like I you. want you to do this show. On a wooden bleacher. I, I have no issues with that. A we, lot of people would we, say it would improve. We, we, we kind of do. Yeah, well. Donnie, right. we, we didn't even have a back uh, rest at Empire. Uh, no, it was wooden benches. It was wooden benches. And look at this guy uh, complaining about the seats at Rogers Arena right now. God. As and, tickets and, cost you $150, $175 yeah. per so, event. So when you spend that money, what are you going to watch? 
you're going to watch the hockey team. Not you're right, you. Rick. I'm yeah. not watching okay. the chair. So you are by telling us it's <laughs> such a big deal. <laughs> I'm not turned around. Anyway, hey, watching. there are some days, yeah. some games, where watching a chair might be more interesting <laughs> than what the Canucks are up to on the ice. By the way, did they ever redo that turf? Like, like they, after that time, you mean? I don't, I'm not sure. They must have. It was like at the end. They used to play high. Once the Lions got out of there, the Whitecaps were out of there, and it was falling apart. They still played high school football games on there. It was concrete. It was might concrete. as well have been concrete. I don't know how those kids I, did it. Notre Dame would play games there. There'd be big high school games there. I, I, football I'm talking about. Give it, credit to those football players that played at Umpire. That thing was cement. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, BC Place now, it's like under the they got new turf. five, six times they've replaced yeah. the turf since the Renault. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, a frequent visitor to that uh, photo we just showed at Empire Stadium was this man uh, and his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, so look at that. that. Again, this That's photo. That's doctored. Courtesy BMAC, who uh, sent this to us a little while ago. Thank, thanks, Barry. Had to get that in there. Uh, one other thing I want to mention before we get out of here, because Friedman's going to join you guys. I take that hair right now, by the way. <laughs> From Montreal. Yeah. Uh, is uh, we have another Shamrocks contest giveaway. We took a week off last week because they didn't have a home game, but they have another home game coming up this week, uh, this Friday night, actually, against Maple Ridge. So we have a four-pack of tickets available. How you enter to win these four-pack of tickets, you head to the Donnie and Dolly Twitter account, and you see this tweet right here. You retweet this, you follow our account, you follow the Shamrocks, you follow Czech Media, and you're entered to win a four-pack of tickets that we will draw uh, on Thursday afternoon ahead of the game on Friday night. Again, the Shamrocks back in action. Victoria, so. Uh, and the first place Shamrocks last time I, yeah. I, I checked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a really good turf story that maybe we'll get to uh, one day. Oh, yes, yeah. It's, it's it around, it, it, it's in the same league as my Banff story. No, it's so better, much better than the Banff you, story. You definitely want to uh, you want to hear that. Much better than Empire the Empire Stadium story. turf story. <laughs> Coming up in a, in a later edition of uh, Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. And coming up next is uh, Elliot Friedman. Again, men- as I mentioned, he's in Montreal ahead of the draft on Thursday. We'll talk to Friedge about the latest around the Canucks and the National Hockey League. Speaking of, the San Jose Sharks officially unveiling Mike Greer as their general yes. manager right now in the Bay Area. So uh, we'll talk to Elliot about that and much more next. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. All right, it is Tuesday. Tomorrow is yesterday. All of our guests today, including Elliot Friedman, standing by, brought to you by, have I got this right? The Bayside Oceanfront Resort, located Oceanside in beautiful Parksville. The Bayside is one of Vancouver Island's premier getaway spots. The Bayside is excited to announce the official opening of their new Bay Cafe, located right at the resort, offering locally brewed coffee and treats. Call now to book your reservation. And mention Donnie and Dolly for 10% off your nightly room rate. Book your island getaway today at BaysideOceanFrontResort.com or call 250-248-8333. Is that where the function was with Colton <laughs> at the Bayside? No, it was chance? in a beautiful uh, downtown Ladner. NHL Draft uh, starts on Thursday in Montreal. Here to talk about that and more from Hockey Night in Canada and the 32 Thoughts podcast is Elliot Friedman. Elliot, thanks for doing this. How are you? Good, guys. I'm glad to see you've all recovered. I, I thought that you guys would all be too greasy for COVID to attack. <laughs> yeah. All healthy. yeah. Some, somehow it penetrated. Uh, Elliot, what do the San Jose Sharks see in Mike Greer? It's one of the things I think San Jose really wanted to do was if you take a look at the top of their, um, if you take a look at the top of their hockey hierarchy, 
with Doug Wilson uh, away, they really didn't have a former player there. And generally, I don't necessarily think that's a big deal. Um, there's never anything wrong with diversity of thought. Um, however, I think they really felt that it was hurting them because they didn't have a former player in the top four or five positions of their front office. So I think that was important to them. I mean, obviously, Greer knows the area. He was a shark. I don't think that was a prerequisite for the job, but I do think that. Uh, but I do think that uh, they wanted. They interviewed a lot of people who had connection. Uh, that was a big deal to them. Insider news. And then the other thing, take care. And the other thing was that was I think important was, you know, if you look at Mike Greer's history, his family. His father is a longtime NFL executive. His brother is the general manager of the Miami Dolphins. He doesn't have a lot of experience in NHL management, but he has a lot of knowledge about managing sports teams. And I, and I think all of that uh, kind of appealed to them. Uh, he, he is. A, this isn't a token hire, by the way, Elliot. You mentioned not much ex- experience when it comes to uh, NHL management, but I, I'm sure you've talked to him. Elliot. Would you agree he comes across as a smart cookie? Oh yeah, he, he's a smart guy. And the thing is, too, like there's a lot of guys who played with him who really like him. Um, you know, I know the the players in Buffalo who played with him. Uh, they they really liked him. They're really happy for him today. As a matter of fact, one of them, Andrew Peters, told me a story last night that when Greer was playing for the Sabres and he and Peters played together for a year and a half, Greer bought them uh, a copy of Michael Jordan's biography. This was 2005 and six, and he gave it to a bunch of the young guys. He said that Peters was one of them, like Derek Roy, Jason Pominville, Thomas Vanek, Ryan Miller. He gave it to all those guys and said that you have to read this to understand the mentality that you have to have on a daily basis that takes you to win. And uh, those guys really loved him. There's no question about it. Greer was a really popular teammate during his playing days. All right, Elliot, let's get to it. The hot button story in Vancouver is JT Miller. What is the latest, my friend? I think we're all curious to see if anything's going to happen while everybody's in Montreal. Um, Look, I, I think in a perfect world, Rick, Everybody knows that the Canucks who traded for Miller would like to keep him. I think we all know this is not a perfect world. Um, I think they're, they're really worried about the term. Um, you know, I could always be proven wrong and they get a deal done, but I think it's, it's much more likely that they move him at some point. Um, we'll see where this goes over the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, look, like, you know, here in the city, there's, and I just got in this morning. There's no question that he's one of the names that's being talked about. I think it's in Vancouver's court now and, and what they want to do. And I think there's I think there's going to be a lot of moving pieces around this draft. Um, you know, I, I think where Philadelphia said they're apparently told Chicago they're not going to move the number five pick for the break it. We're waiting to see what New Jersey is going to do. But I think a couple of the teams that we kind of look at there, and I don't think they're going to be any surprise, to your fan base out there is Washington and the Rangers. And I always assume that there's more out there that we don't see, that there's more teams making calls than we realize. But I think those are, until the Rangers solve their two-center problem, until Washington figures out how long they're going to need somebody to replace Backstrom, those are the names that we're all kind of focusing on. 
Elliot, uh, Bo Horvat. a uh, lot of people hearing a lot of positive things about Bo and an extension this summer. What are you hearing? I'm also hearing positive things. I, I believe the Canucks have made it known they would like to get that done. I think Horvat is amenable to that. And uh, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if it's front burner or not, but I believe uh, there's a phrase I use, Rick, and that is that there's a path to getting something done. Which, is, which means that they're headed in a decent direction. They've just got to close it. I think there's a path to a Horvat extension, and I believe the will from both the Canucks and the player and his agents is to do that. Uh, Elliot, uh, you mentioned on 32 Thoughts this morning something about a mystery forward in Vancouver. Uh, would you care to elaborate? I, I, like, so someone called me the other day. I would, I would, before I wrote my last blog of the year, I was, I was, I was just calling around and... And one of the questions I ask, okay, what's out there that I don't know about? Or what are you hearing that's maybe something new? And someone just said to me, and I think this is a person who would know, that they think that Vancouver, you know, if they're going to replace Miller, uh, and if they're going to have to replace Miller, I actually jokingly called him on the podcast this morning, Miller Light. I think they're looking for another version of him. Like a, a guy who can score, but a guy who can play mean. And I think if, the, if he leaves the roster, I think they want to see if they can find a less expensive version of that. So I think that's the kind of, I mean, everybody out there can go and pick the example they like, but I do think that's what they're looking at. Okay. Uh, Elliot, um, Tyler Myers, what about him? A, a lot of people in Vancouver would like to see the Canucks get rid of that contract. Two years left at six uh, per anything there. Well, first of all, the one thing I would say is that he plays he's played really hard for you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like that that Agreed. like that that's a guy who uh, like has shown to me he's got a lot of pride to wear the uniform. Um what I've heard is that Vancouver's got a price out there and if you're willing to pay it, pay it, they'll talk to you about it. That's mm-hmm. what I've heard. Yeah. I what the I know you're going to ask me what the price is. I don't know that. Team yep. won't tell me. I agree with you on what you said about uh, Tyler Myers and his time here in Vancouver. You can talk about his contract all all you want. You can't question his his effort. Uh, Elliot, his past troubles are well documented. What sold the Bruins on Jim Montgomery? Well, I, I think the thing is is that you know people think he's a really good coach, and he's been a guy who's been a hot commodity at various times in his career. And, and he always had a good situation at the University of Denver. So you knew you had to get him out with somewhere, a contract or a situation where he felt really comfortable. And Dallas did that. And I think the biggest thing, I, I think the biggest thing, Don, was was someone going to be convinced that, you know, he, he changed his life and he'd learn from what happened. Uh, and, you know, could he be... I don't know if trust is the right word, but, you know, would you feel comfortable putting him behind your bench? And, you know, I think there were a few teams that looked at them this time around, not only Boston, you know, Vegas did, Winnipeg did. And uh, I I know these teams did their background work, and I think some felt more comfortable than others, but the Bruins obviously felt comfortable that they could do it. 
Elliot, we know you're uh, busy this week. It sounds busy in behind you in the background there. We'll let you go, and we'll talk to you in, in a couple of weeks. Uh, all the best this week and uh, moving forward, Elliot. Thanks for this. All right, guys. Have yourselves a great weekend. You bet. I'm, I'm glad somebody else said that, and our thanks to Elliot. Yeah. I'm glad somebody else said that about Tyler Myers. And automatically, you look at and look, he sticks out like a sore thumb out there because of his size. Yeah. I'm talking about out, out, out on the ice. But you, you – Travis Green, how much did he use? Everybody him? played him. Always. Bruce Boudreau, same thing. You can't knock his effort level. No. And, and everybody was no. oh, six million a year. Another Louis Erickson. Louis Erickson didn't have the effort level. This is my this is my yeah. opinion. Yeah. That that Tyler Myers. Myers does. cares. He, he absolutely is. He, since is he worth won. six million a year? You can debate that till the cows come home. But you can't knock his effort level, and no. there is a there is a level of effectiveness. I agree there with uh, both of you on that a, a, one. as well. Uh, Mike Grizz, it officially yet has he been officially introduced as the new GM of the San Jose Sharks, replacing uh, Doug Wilson. What a story! Oh. Uh, Bobby Greer, his father, longtime NFL executive, uh, worked with the Patriots, worked with the Houston Texas. Texans. His brother is the GM yep. uh, of the Miami Dolphins, Chris Greer. Yeah, what a what family! A great family, just a, just amazing. Now, you, I, has it happened before? Do we, do, any story you saw brothers, today, Ryan or, or Rick? His GMs? No, I. I, you know, I, I in different in different, different leagues. leagues. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, amazing. We we stand to be informed on that by our great listeners and viewers. Poll question. We'll update it next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by AbleAuctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. Any particular reason for playing this monkey's tune? Which is a great song. Earlier, PJ on the train. Yeah. That was like four segments ago. I can't keep up with that. I've got a good memory. Why not play this going into him knowing that he was on a train ride? It's a good point. Thank you. Man, you guys are just full of criticism for me over the last few You ripped us in the first hour. It's payback. You know why that is, because I screwed up right off the bat. So I'm trying to make everybody else look bad, and I apologize for that. We're we're the old guys. Pull question. (laughs) All right, get her up, Ryan. Uh, and, and what would surprise you more when it comes to J.T. Miller? An extension or a trade? Nice close vote. <laughs> 1,700 votes, 85% say an extension. And, and again, I think that we, we could rephrase it and, and, and say, what would you rather see if you're a Canucks fan? Yeah. And I think people would rather see a trade. Yeah. And I, I, it just, that's it, my sense. Donnie, they've been talking to Miller's camp for months now. What ma- they've been far apart for months. What makes you think in this week they're going to close that gap? Well, because there, there's when something like draft day comes along, there's more urgency. That's when deals get done. When there's pressure, deadlines on, too. Right? Deadline. Uh, That's why people think yeah. that. And, and I'm going to go back to Bo, uh, sorry Brock Besser. They were so far apart on Thursday, and mm-hmm. then Friday morning they closed it with arbitration date on Saturday. There you go. So deadlines, pressure, right? Deadlines make you. Uh, get deals done. The other thing when it comes to Miller, I heard uh, Jason Bruff mention this this morning on Bruff and Ruff. Yep. You know, right now you have all the options in terms of clubs, pretty much. You pretty much have everyone, yep. right? Yep, yep. But dominoes start to fall as time goes on. Trade like, deadline, not all well, the teams are, are involved. Whatever yeah. team signs Nazem Kadri, are they in mm. the market still for JT Miller? No. 
right? Like you're going to lose a team right okay, there. Okay, I thought you were talking looking ahead to the trade. Well, no, that, only playoff teams. But that as well, though, but that's right? The, I mean, that's, that's the only place he's going to want to go. Yeah, right? no, exactly. The, the trade deadline, I don't think, is an option either. I mean, how how often? I mean, you're going to have what? Three teams, maybe? Yeah, you say that, but then you look at the haul that uh, the Bruins got for Rick Nash a few years back, yeah. and it's uh, helped form part of the core of their club. Yeah, okay, there's and that one. was at the trade deadline when Nash didn't have half the season that Miller had last time around. Yeah, okay, so Miller just put up... It can't be done, is what I'm saying. For sure, but Miller puts up a career best. 99 points. Maybe a poll question Top one of these days score, should be, yeah. is it more or less likely that he's going to do that again this season? What are you betting on? Dude, that would have been a better pull. I'm going to say than less, we have today. less likely. So then, you're, as that happens, he's still a hell of a hockey player, but your trade value is clearly not going to be what it is coming off a 99 point season. Yeah, um, I, I think most people in this town are worried about uh, this. That that this management group will do what other management groups have done. In that, well. We have to stay competitive to keep the fan base, which has been so loyal, wow. we, happy. I, I, the fan base would like to see things done differently. Properly. Like not the way they've been done in the past. Yeah. It hasn't worked out. This Jim Rutherford and Patrick Elvine, I know this is jumping way ahead. They're here to help Vancouver land its first Stanley Cup since the Millionaires in 1915. Yep. And the way you do that, it's, it's, it's clear with the way Colorado has gone about things, with the way Tampa Bay and other te- teams in the past have gone about things. It's clear the way you do that is you, you draft well. Draft well. You develop well. Yeah. That's the way you do it. Yep. It, it, it takes time. It, the way to not do it is to rush. You know, rush. Sign free agents. Stay too loyal to a, to a core that really hasn't done that much. No. Do something different. Yeah. Business. All right, uh, let's go here. Uh, Pastime Sports, uh, looking for a gift for a sports fan. How about an addition to your man cave? Pastime Sports, ah. the place to visit. Look at that. Uh, check out the largest selection of sports memorabilia, autographed items, trading cards, and collectible games in Western Canada. Visit one of their four locations in Langley, Metrotown, Tawasa Mills, and their brand new location in Guilford Mall. It's on level two. Look at that right in front of the uh, guest services. Uh, check them out in store or online at pastimesports.ca. In front mm-hmm. of the laptop uh, today, in front of Dolly Well's laptop, no highlighter. Uh, oh, yeah, look what you just did! Now you oh, knocked the card oh, over. Oh, uh, you! Where's oh, the card? No, where's you the knocked card? it over. No, I didn't knock it over. What are you talking about? It's right there. There. Can you see it, Derek? Derek, yeah. can you we see got it? A glare on that uh, he card. He says, okay. "No, you got to move it around. Uh, hold it Come around. On. Hold it around. There's your highlighter. Oh, there, no, you no, had it. There you go. Hold on. No, there. Stop. Right there. Right there. Sure. So the card, the hockey card today is uh, former Vancouver Canuck Ron Delorme. What do you mean former Vancouver uh, Canuck? He's still, still with the, the Canucks. He's not playing anymore. Why? He's still a scout. Did you see them play last year? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. He's still a scout. He is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And I want to bring up a uh, Ron no, Delorme moment. And, and, and I asked for the video, but no, Ryan doesn't want to show the video, everybody. He's anti But I'll tell you, because no, you've showed it a million times. It. One of the best fights I've seen I'm in my Rick life. Here. I'm with Rick here. Yeah. Oh, I'm with Rick. One of the best fights I've seen in my life. Ron Delorme, Grant Mulvey, 82, Western Finals, Chicago Stadium. I'll tell, and Donnie, you know this. It was a epic dandy. Oh, here we go, right here. Look We've at this. Shown it a million times. No, we haven't shown it. Ryan. Here it is a million and no, one. No, you haven't. This was a great moment in this series, and it, you know what? That Canucks '82 team, Donnie, was tough. 
They didn't take anything from anyone. There's Doug Wilson there. Yeah, that's Doug Wilson without the. Uh, what, what are we there. looking at here, Ryan? Where's the Ryan, fight? It's going to be the second here. Here, here it is. Here. Okay, here we go. Look at this. Uh, Ron DeLorme and Grant Mulvey. <laughs> what a beauty. Is Snepsy in there? Yeah. I think yeah. that Jim Nill in there too. Look at this. Watch this. Jerry Miner. Yep. Jerry Miner. See, Mulvey knows he's in tough right now. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Boy, Ryan hates this. He doesn't want to I, talk about I it. I just showed it a million for this. times. I begged for this during the commercial I, break. I got to say, it, it, it's not living up to the billing nah, here. It, from, it, yeah. Just let it go. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. It was good. It was good. Yeah, so far. Wow. Let's just yeah. really. Yeah, now they've gone off of it. Yeah. Oh, you're missing all the. Yeah, right there. Right there. Oh, look at that. Give me wow, a one punch. Wow. Uh, another one. Ryan, are you kidding me? Watch this. Let's turn things around for the Cubs. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it was a big fight. Ron DeLorme. And uh, they didn't come any tougher than uh, this. Might Ron be the done. most overhyped, and Ron would agree. You, uh, when you, you they oversold went, this. Uh, when they went to the uh, showed the Snaps fight, you missed a lot of the stuff. I remember this. This was a good fight. It this, was yeah. This kind of talking to each other. <laughs> oh my god! You sure this? Is I'm the glad same you fight? got this. And I, hey. Ron, Rick had me sold. I was agreeing with him. It was a big fight. It was a good fight. This is and, 82 uh, game five. Well, the, you know what? The fight that yeah, you're thinking of is DeLorme versus Willie Platt, maybe. Or J uh, J Jamie uh, McCowan. The, did you see the one with him and McCowan? This is really uh, an awful <laughs> fight, man. <laughs> did you see this one, Rick? Okay, I did see it. I'm telling you, this was a good fight. Well, I'm telling you what we're seeing is not a good <laughs> yeah, fight. We're good. We're good. We're out of it. Okay. We're good. Just, I, They're I just, still holding each no. other here. No, there was there was that was the worst recommendation. No, it's the camera is, went the camera went to other uh, fights and you missed uh, some of the good stuff. Uh, believe that, me, it was a good one. It that was wasn't good. Ron's most exciting fight. Uh, yeah, okay. I know. I asked, would for agree the, with that. I asked for the Jamie McCowan and uh, no, you did. <laughs> I brought McCowan up. Don't lie. Anyway, or was it Kurt Fraser and Willie Platt? Oh, it was Kurt Fraser and Willie. Okay, Platt. yeah. So I got it that wrong. Delorme. Yeah, you got that wrong. Anyway, do we have that? Just kidding. Go. Ron DeLorme, they don't come any tougher. Okay. What else do we have? What, what, what else do we have? Uh, in <laughs> the Marcus Naslin side puck. <laughs> now I'm going to get it. He fought, he fought Grant Mulvey. I'm going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that up here. Uh, and then also, again. Oh, man. The uh, GT Miller. I'm, I'm dying here. I'm going to call for a second. GT Miller side hat on the far right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all having cough fits. <laughs> all right. Officially, oh. our worst segment ever. Oh, anyways, no, you, you missed. A, yeah, it was the wrong video you showed. Anyways, no, I don't no, think so. You showed the wrong video. But I, I think it was a situation where Mulvey was one of their tough guys. Oh, he was. And he, you could tell he wanted nothing to do with Delorme. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had wanted nothing to do with uh, Delorme. Chicago realized it was in tough. Yeah. Canucks won that series. Okay, uh, Fraser versus Platt, game one in '82. Okay, yeah, it was Fraser. And yeah. my, my apologies. It, it wasn't Ron. The flying V. Why do they bring back the black flying Vs? Yeah, I don't mind the yellow ones, Donnie. Mm, black ones are better. Okay, uh, DTMZ next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. This part of today's podcast brought to you by Jenish House Design. Trust their team at expert designers to help make your dream home a reality. For quick and cost-effective home plans, visit Jenish.com today. It's 11.30 on a Tuesday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. Now time for DTMZ. Brought to you by the world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Go see Big Al out there. Great track, great track. As Rick said, DTMZ is brought to you by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club. Uh, reminding BC residents to take advantage of our BC residents' rates seven days a week. To book online or to sign... 
Is that the general? What is that shot there, by the way? Oh, my. Look, look at it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bear cubs hiding in the woods. Pretty funny. You blow that up by any chance? Uh, Roy, uh, Ryan, uh, I almost called you Roy. Uh, oh, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, to book online or to sign up for other green fee specials and promotions, visit WhistlerGolf.com. I see. I tell you, you see those three characters up at Whistler? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you want to be golfing there. Uh, no. And, and I mentioned this. You weren't here on Thursday. Al Chris Manson, Whistler Golf Club, not happy with you when you said last week on the show that basketball players are soft. Oh, I, he well, was very mm -hmm. angry. Yeah, no, I, he's not just a golfer. No, guy. exactly. Okay, so and he's he, one of our great basketball it, players it, for it, the country. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tell Big L, I'll, uh, we'll sit down over uh, some red and uh, hash it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Monday, <laughs> uh, that's your go-to drink, wine. Uh, I'm well, starting crown. to g uh, get into the red. Yeah. Yeah. No more crown? Well, still, but you got to start out. Are we talking before the show today? No. <laughs> Some would say yes. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to Big Al in the summer. Mon Monday in New York. We good? Yep. Monday in New York. Coney Island, to be exact. Joey Chestnut gobbled his way to a 15th win. 15th title at the Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest. Joey powered down 63 hot dogs and buns. Six. Maybe stay within 20, which is probably a victory in itself for him. He'll have pizza and shortcake in his future to scarf down. But for now, George takes us home with Joey Chestnut. Wounded but very much alive, Joey, with another title. Oh, wow. God. You know what? It's disgusting. My, my kids could not wait to watch that. Really? They gathered around that they, they could not wait. I don't know what the... Obviously, the ratings are really, really strong for they ESPN. Are. They are. I, I, spelling Bee, same thing. Yeah. They, they, they show it year after year for a reason. Yep. The hype... See, and it's all tongue in cheek. Oh, it's fun. I get, I, I get it. And you can talk about it being disgusting and not healthy, all of that. It's just... You can't believe what you're watching. It's entertaining. Nathan's Nathan's hot dogs are fantastic, by the way. That's what, you know. You can it, tell the difference, can you? Oh yeah, definitely. Between a, a Nathan's and a and a Maple Costco Leaf. hot dog, for yeah. sure. Not even close. Uh, Which one's better? Hmm? Well, they're they're just different. Okay. Plus, Nathan's you can't get up here. I don't. Or I, I, I could be wrong on that. I usually buy them in the states, and they're much cheaper. But oh anyway, my gosh! Why don't you just move down there? Like what honestly, I was going to say is, you know, usually your goal—gas, cheese—your <laughs> goal is to be like as close as possible to the event. You know, like in terms of like if you're if you're there live, you want to mm -hmm. be like right at the action. This, I don't want to be in the splash zone of yeah. the uh, hot dog eating contest. In case things go exactly. Wrong. I think I'll stay uh, far back. Thank you very much. Okay, so uh, Joey Chestnuts. Nearest competitor finished 20 dogs behind. I think they mentioned wow. that there in the voiceover. <laughs> what made Joey's victory all the more impressive is the fact, we can run these visuals here, guys, is the fact he got to the stage on crutches because of an injured leg. And right after downing his 17th dog, Joey was knocked aside by an animal rights protester wearing a Darth Vader mask instead of waiting for security. Uh, Joey took matters into his own hands and put the protester in a headlock. Get out of here. Meanwhile, in a decisive uh, chow-down comeback, women's record holder Miki Sudo down 40 hot dogs to win the women's title. She missed last year because she was pregnant. But look at this. Look this at is this. impressive. Joey wasn't, this is during the contest, wasn't waiting around. Yeah. 
Are you listening here? Oh, I know, but I, after I his seventeenth dog. And you know how? And you saw some people on social media. Oh, you know why would he? Why would he get physical with the? Pro- you don't know what the guy's going to do. Yeah, you don't know what it's going to do. And I always say when something like this happens, two words: Monica Sellis. Yeah, that's all you need well, to hear. Absolutely, that's true. You know, good for Joe. And he kept going. He kept going. With the broken leg and, and, and the protester. Won. And he not only did he win, he won by 20 dogs. Yeah. Do you think he eats hot dogs at any other? Well, I know he trains. But do you think he, at any other time, like he goes, you know what I have a hankering for right now? Yeah. Come hot dogs. Good dog. You know, I don't, I don't think so. Well, there, they, and there's a whole bunch of events. There was the lemonade chug. Yeah, that, that. The person who won was very impressive. <laughs> yeah. The gallon of lemonade or whatever it was? I, I don't know. I was watching well, I, baseball I just can't yesterday. believe how, like, relatively speaking, how small Joey Chestnut is. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. He seems actually, honestly, in decent, decent shape. Yeah. All things considered. Yeah. Um, his time was taken up four hours after that for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, well. Just, I, just so you know. I can imagine. Okay. Look at this. Um, well, here, you get your birthdays together. Okay. Because go. I'm going to mention this, uh, a birthday. My grandfather's birthday. I've got a photo here. His 82nd birthday on Saturday, 82 years young. Wow, My I grandpa, I, I couldn't see him, obviously. I was in isolation. Got the right hat on. But he's got the D&D hat. He's enjoying his uh, cake pop at uh, Chartwell in Langley. I like the shirt. So my family went by and uh, saw him and gave me the photo. So His name again, Ryan? David Henderson. David. David uh, Sr. Uh, Happy birthday to David Sr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does he think of the chairs at Rogers Arena? He backs <laughs> me up. <laughs> All right. Do you want your birthdays? Yes. I okay. Do. I've got a graphic. Yes. Oh, really? And I hope I have the, I think I've got the name uh, of the city right here. Paintball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have 11 birthdays, July 5th. Uh, the line is set at 10 by Shot in the Dark Wendy's Paintball and Casino in Pinoca, Alberta. Ooh, and Island that. Joe is back. This is courtesy Island Joe, who, uh, who, who wished us well, by the way, as well. And thank you to everyone that emailed and texted and tweeted about us being off with COVID. But yeah, Island Joe sent this through over the weekend. He had some Silhouette of Shot in the Dark Wendy. Yep. Yeah. Dollywall really zoned in there. <laughs> well, it looks Rick, like over the, here. No, it looks like one of the Charlie's Angels. Or the James yeah. Bond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. You, you paying attention here? I am. I'm a- borrowing a couple. F- we missed yesterday because we, uh, we were off because of, of, of COVID issues. Yeah. Okay. So I borrowed a couple from yesterday because they're right. kind of fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. 11 birthdays. Rock and roll. Owner and general manager of the Raiders from 72 until his passing in 2011. Davis. Just win, baby. Late American businessman who was the Yankees owner from 73 to 2010. Pittsburgh Penguins winger from Langley. Also played for Boston. Danton Hyden. Anaheim. There you go. 6'3", 230-pound winger out of the U of Vermont. Won a cup with the Habs in 93. John LeClaire. Wow. Big fight with Grant Mulvey back in the day. (laughs) He's in 93. He uh, scored all the overtime goals. Anyways, go on. Three 50-goal seasons with the Flyers. Uh, Dallas Stars Russian left winger. Taken 15th overall by Nashville at the 04 NHL draft. Left the Predators twice to play Radulav. in the K. Radulav. Radulov. Yeah. yeah. Radulov. Big fight with Mulvey as well. <laughs> Minnesota Wild veteran goalie from Caledonia, Ontario. Also played for the Rangers, Oilers, Flyers, and Flames. Kemper. No. Uh, you, you get a headache, you take an aspirin. Tylenol. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
we're good. CT. Go. Pass. Blackhawks all-time leader in career points by a defenseman. We just saw him. Doug Wilson. Actress who played Carmela Soprano on The Sopranos. If you don't get this, you have to leave. EF. Hutton. Who? No, I was just joking. EF Hutton. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, yeah, I've EF. never seen The Sopranos, so I, I get a pass. I got a pass. Are you going to go? Are you planning on seeing I it? I don't know. Voice of God, I'm disappointed. Uh, Angels Japanese pitcher outfielder. D.H., who's the reigning American League MVP. Number 17, Angels. Shohei Otani. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Uh, Singer-songwriter, who was a frontman for the News. Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. Yeah. 1972 Heisman Trophy winner out of Nebraska. Started his pro football career with the Alouettes before joining the San Diego Chargers. They billed him as the ordinary superstar. Remember he used to run into the end zone backwards on Billy White Shoes Jones? No. Oh, uh, J.R. You got to get this. Back in the days when you were hanging out at Empire Stadium, running on the turf after the games. <laughs> no? Johnny Rogers. Johnny Rogers. Cam Talbot is the goaltender. Oh. Talbot. And Aspirin Talb- Tablet? Or oh, you that said was it, so weird. Aspirin <laughs> Tablet. That you, was so that, bad. You shouldn't have given that clue. Because you screwed me up more than you helped me. But yeah, exactly. That's a bad Cam clue. Talbot, and it's an... I've tablet, never... Tablet, nobody's tablet, ever... Tablet. I'd say a pill. I wouldn't say a tablet. Who says, it's give not, me an Cam tablet? <laughs> well, people who are 90. Yeah, like... Okay. Come Your on. Your grandfather might say No, that. my grandfather still, he would not... And by the way, my grandpa's 86, not 82. I said 82. Oh, my. my apologies, he's 86. You got but, grandfather's hey, age wrong? Dave's saying I didn't mind the first one. If, yeah. yeah, if you screw it up, you go under. You don't go over. I learned that a long time ago. Wow. Hmm. Cam tablet. <laughs> oh, my. That's bad. That is horrible. Even for you. You're right. I'll admit that one. Man. Yeah, but it puts you into the area, into that territory. Oh, no, Talbot. Didn't. Talbot. Uh, did I mention that, uh, by the way, the, the, the uh, artist we had oh, planned for yesterday? You also still missing one. Is it Eddie e, or Edie Falco? Edie Falco, yes. Yeah. Oh, of course, sorry. Yeah. You guys got to get on board with The Sopranos. Have you seen The Sopranos? No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. How? I thought for sure How? you were a Sopranos guy. Oh, I don't know. Oh, this is so good. Just so good. I'm watching The Staircase right now. It's quite good, too. All right. Um, Huey Lewis, 72. And he and the new... I was going to say this. Monday's art... The artist was going to play us out on Monday. I'm saving it because we have to play that song at some point. Uh, Huey Lewis, 72. And he and the news are going to play us out January 84. And the Monster Album Sports, Huey Lewis and the news. And I want a new drug on check where we feel three feet thick. On a BC Tuesday morning, is it just me coming up? Donnie and Dolly, the team, it's on check. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation 
on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. Just before we get into some Is It Just Me's, uh, Todd Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox. Flying V jersey sucked. Uh, that's why they broomed them rather early. All, all I said was that, and, and I didn't think they were that bad. No, they were I like the black Flying Vs better than the yellow Flying Vs, and they still sell the yellows. I don't understand why there's not more love for the black Flying Vs. Also, uh, Todd knew, he said, Talbot, he got the clue, and he knew about Johnny Rogers as well. Yeah, Todd's sharp guy. The I- tablet clue was not a bad one. Is it just me? No, I don't think so. Anyways, we, look, we got a ton of pictures to get to. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, one by one, let's get through these quick. Uh, we got so many fans out and about. Look at this. This is uh, my boys reeled in a 19-pounder white repping the team. Get well soon. What did you just say? I'm, I'm, reading, I'm reading the line. Uh, my boys reeled in a 19-pounder while repping. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Anyways, my boys reeled in and we're 19- getting into the races of fish no, now. No, no, my boys reeled in a nineteen pounder while repping the team. Get well soon. What a great pick. Uh, love the fish. You've uh, reeled in a nineteen pounder yeah. before. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's one. Uh, thanks for that, guys. Really appreciate that's that. That's a great shot. Look at that. That's a great Just, shot. Uh, out in the water, the, the happiness, the, the fish, there. the hat, the happiness. It's it's like getting a hole in one. Did you have Same a name thing. on that submission? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> unsigned. Okay. Unsigned. Unsigned. But uh, well, thank you. you got to sign that. we got to find uh, out who that yeah, was. We will. We will. Nice. And let's go over to our uh, buddy Troy and Victoria. Hey, boys, uh, uh, shout out, please, to... <laughs> it would help, Ryan. Uh, shout out, please, to my beautiful new bride, uh, Kayla. Married last week in Parksville. Had our first date as a married oh. couple uh, at the uh, <laughs> heated dog... A couple? No, married couple on the heated dog-friendly patio on the waddling dog, Troy and Victoria. Uh, such a nice pick. And there's the, the waddling dog uh, in the background. Showing off their wedding rings. Yeah, very nice. Or engagement rings? Congrats, guys. They're married or they're engaged? Uh let me check uh, <laughs> uh, to my beautiful new bride. Get so, back to the no, fish my, my new bride. So they're married. There you go. Well, yeah. No, beautiful. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, congratulations. Uh, so happy for that. Okay, uh, Ryan, last one. And we're going to go to uh, Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. Uh, Cayman from Coquitlam <laughs> uh, for our son's field lacrosse tournament with uh, Fusion West. We got this photo. Uh, this representing is uh, Donnie and Dolly Gear, yeah. Uh, that's him and his. Uh, that's came out and his brother-in-law in Salt Lake City, at a uh, lacrosse tournament. Yeah, yeah. So we got uh, Donnie and Dolly gear everywhere, all over the place. And uh, thank you very much uh, for sending in those photos. And a reminder that Donnie and Dolly gear is now at the Waddling Dog Pub. If you go there, you can buy some gear. Also available online. online. Yeah, in our store. Yeah. yeah, as well. There it is. We're good, Rick. You oh, done? Yeah, I'm done. Go, Donnie. Go. Uh, you turned into Chuck Berry there. Yeah, I, I love Chuck. <laughs> Paul in Calgary, is it just me or did Rick sign a shirt sponsorship deal with the clearance section at Walmart? Oh, I like your shirt today. Yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> Paul shirt. Paul in Calgary, by the like, way. Uh, Paul in Calgary, you can't please this guy. He's always whining about my shirts all the time. Graham and Hardy, that's Port Hardy, is it just me? I don't want Miller to be traded. However, the economics of the salary cap and the needs on defense forward and in prospects for the team outweigh the need to have Miller Stick around. He deserves to get paid, just not by Vancouver. I think Graham and Hardy, echoing the sentiments of many a Canuck fan out there. Nothing yep. against J.T. Miller, but for the good of the franchise, I think a lot of people would like to see the Canucks get a haul for big number nine. Yeah, I agree with you. 
Uh, is it just me? I don't think it's fair to blame the core when it comes to the lack of success for the Canucks. Uh, the supporting cast is the issue. The bubble playoff success happened despite the supporting cast. Donnie, that's Brian from Nanaimo. I don't think we're criticizing the core at, at all. Just that I think, and, and Brian and Nanaimo aside, I think that most people feel that, okay, that, you know, there hasn't been a lot of success. 2020 bubble aside, yep. we all know what happens when you put faith in that. Yeah. Uh, that maybe it, I think the fan base, the customers would like to see some sort of change there with the core. That's a good point. Yeah, nothing, not, nothing against them. It just, it's, not, not, it's nothing against the core or the individual players. It's just that I think most people feel it's time for a change yes. given the lack of success. Over the past few years, yes. You what do you got? Uh, a break? Okay. Are we taking a, a break? break? Okay, yep. no problem. Okay, Tam, you're wondering, is it just me? Is Evander Kane the mystery forward we were talking no, about? No, 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 no. It's not Evander Kane. More Is It Just Means, we'll wrap up the show on the poll question next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Lopsided poll question, uh, Rick. Let's, uh, let's, let's wrap her up. All right, Ryan, uh, post her up. And what would surprise you more when it comes to JT Miller, an extension or a trade? This is a landslide, 85% say the extension, almost 2,000 votes, uh, Donnie. Uh, we may get some uh, clarity on JT Miller by the end of the week. We also, it might go past this week, Donnie. We don't know. It's it's a big uh, four or five days uh, coming up for sure. Yeah. You okay there, Ryan? Uh, big okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, We're all so, off uh, today. We're off. And somebody made the point I today. went to the inbox forgetting that oh. uh, my computer's on the uh, screen at the moment. Yeah, somebody yeah. made the point today that we've been talking about being off. Uh, it was Drew in Vancouver. Is it just me? You guys aren't off today. This is how the show is every day. Every he day. throws an LOL there. So there's some love from uh, Drew. Business. All right. If you missed any of today's show, don't forget you can catch full replays of Donnie Dolly in the Check Plus app or watch your interviews on YouTube. Just search for Donnie and Dolly, one of Victoria's favorite local watering holes, 10 minutes from the ferry terminal, the Waddling Dog Pub, the place to uh, be for great food, cold drinks, summer uh, sports all summer long. Their dog-friendly patio, a new summer menu, Music Poker Saturdays. Everyone's welcome at the Waddling Dog Pub. Don't miss their fully stocked liquor store. 30-room boutique hotel attached. Countless reasons to come mm. sit and stay at the Waddling Dog. And when you get there, you're going to see Dom, Brandon, and Anita the end. There you go. Our thanks to the Waddling Dog. Uh, Halifax guy, is it just me? Uh, glad you guys are back. Include, please, the disgusting idea of Durant and Irving bailing on their teams again. On their team again, they signed mega money deals, but have zero loyalty to their teams and fans. Time for NBA fans to boo them every single arena when they touch the ball. It's the last draw for me with basketball. I, I tell you this, I, I agree I, with them. I, I, I agree, agree with them, but I, you know what? Is it bad for the league as a whole? And I think I, I look at the Whitecaps on the weekend. You know what was great about that game on the weekend? Everybody booing Max Crippol. Yeah, it helped the atmosphere in the yeah. building. I think one thing the NHL, the NHL is doing just fine, but that villain aspect, having a villain as yes. part of your story as a league yes. or villains, it's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Like honestly, I know I, I, it's easy for me to say I'm not a Brooklyn Nets fan, although yeah. I admire Steve Nash, uh, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, for professional sports league, and and, and again, it's, they let their personalities co come through. They don't they don't want to be there, and they're letting everybody know about it. And I don't necessarily think having villains is a bad thing for uh, a business like that. By the way, certain Toronto media need to really pump the about brakes. Durant going to the Raptors. Oh my goodness! Because yeah, one time he said he really enjoyed Toronto. 
And you assume that because it happened but with they Kawhi, do they do it's that with the NHL again. play. That guy grew up, you know, in London. He, right. He, he's definitely coming yeah, to the league. Tavares proved it, though. Okay, that's once. the problem. Well, I know. Stamkos was supposed to go there yep. as well. If it was the Grizzlies and they were still alive, and Durant said he, he'd love to come here, what do you think? Uh, it, absolutely, it would be the same thing. But it's time and again and again. Yep. Okay, um, that's it. Uh, we're back, and, and thanks for joining us. Uh, folks, on behalf of Ryan, Rick, Derek, everybody here at Oh Boy and Check, I'm Don, and you're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.